This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Patricia Blondheim. Welcome to episode number five of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today we have Good Neighbor Eastie Lambert Brown with Ernst and Hadley Booksellers. I'll say that again, Ernest and Hadley Booksellers. Eastie, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Great. Love your shop. It's a, it's a really, a, it's an amazing place with amazing employees who can match people to the books that they just seem to be needing to read. Absolutely. Um, Having a diverse staff is really important to us. Um, tell us a little about your business. Well, we are six and a half years old and um, it's, it started after my husband or the idea of it started after my husband and I visited Paris in January of 2016. And he likes to go visit authors homes. So he wanted to go see where Ernest Hemingway lived when he first moved to Paris after world war one, we went up, climbed the hill and got up there and he wants to have his picture taken in front of this sign saying, this is Ernest and Hadley's, uh, home in Paris. And I looked at the sign and said, Ernest and Hadley, the happiest place they lived in their marriage. And if you know anything about Ernest Hemingway, he had four marriages, <laughs> had some commitment issues. Um, but he, apparently this was their happy place. So I said, well, that's the name of the store. I said this out loud to my husband. He goes, what store? So I said, we'll talk about that when we get home. So yada, 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 eight months later, we opened the store in December and um, immediately loved the house that we were in because it dates to 1924, which is in the heyday of Hemingway's writings. So it was a, kind of a perfect match. That's a amazing happenstance. But tell, so tell our, I mean, you're, I know you already, you're a very interesting woman. Tell us a little about your journey and what brought you here. Well, um, I started off in book design. We lived in Cambridge. We moved down here in um, 91. And um, I was then a book designer and started continuing with book design and graphic design when we moved down here. Um, but then I started going into publishing. So the last five years before I opened the bookstore, I was actually in the publishing business. And I still am. Um, but I said, I thought having, getting my authors into bookstores was becoming more and more difficult. So I decided, well, why don't I just open my own bookstore um, and then solve that problem? Uh, so that was pretty much how it all started. And with, you know, funding that we received and interest and my husband being 100% behind it, it was actually pretty seamless. You have a unique selection of emerging authors mm -hmm. that you yeah. foster through um, through your bookstore. And, yeah, we're very, um, we're very proud of that. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty unique that um, what you have is people who are authentically great writers. And um, they they everyone struggles to get their books published. 
And sometimes not all the right books are published. So hundred <laughs> percent. Not um, every book that comes out is a great book. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, I think one myth or misconception is because a book is published that it is a great book. Oh no. But can you can you um share any other myths or misconceptions about your industry? Well, I, I think you, you've hit it on the, the nail on the head. The, the problem that we have, even with local authors coming in, and, we, and this actually has happened to us, where they walk in the store, they don't look left or right, they just go right to the desk, slam their book down on the table and say, I want this in your bookstore. And, and I say, back up. <laughs> Let's try to introduce yourself first and then you know, do the, what, the, what would I call the Southern thing is get to know someone first before you jump right in. And that was a hard lesson for me because I'm from the Northeast and I probably would have done the same thing. But I learned since then that you have to become familiar with your, your customers, with your authors first, develop a relationship first, and then we get into the book. So uh, a lot of people are very shy about presenting their book, I try to make them more feel more comfortable about that presentation and take the edge off of, you know, dealing with a stranger sitting behind a desk. So it's, it's kind of, it makes me more, more comfortable hearing about them first rather than getting into the book because you learn a lot about somebody's book by getting to know them. So that's been a hard lesson for me to, to, to learn, to, to take the time to get to know somebody. But I feel like the relationships that we have built, not only on the local authors that we have, but authors that kind of come in from all over the country, they they put us on the map, whether you're local or not. And and I really appreciate that. I, it's kind of a little advertising thing that I would never have thought of before. But getting to know people from different areas is very important. Yeah, that's that's something I mean, I never thought of. Of, of owning a bookstore, meaning that you get to know the person who's who wrote the page mm -hmm. rather than knowing the pages. Mm -hmm. And that's that's an incredible bridge um, for a, for an artist. Right. And, and, it, and it enables them to project themselves into further works. Exactly. Which is um, which is incredible. So along with having this um, really great bookstore, you also foster the furthering of great writing. Right. But when you're not doing that, um, like that lofty, when you're not doing that lofty work, what do you do for fun? Um, <laughs> I go to bookstores. <laughs> I, I, I tell you, my husband and I, when we travel, um, you know, by car, we actually, if we're like dr driving up north, we plan out where bookstores are along the way, along with wine stores, and in my husband's case, Civil War cemeteries or Civil War sites. So we have, because of our variety or varied interests in other things beyond books, we have to calm it down and visit a bookstore because <laughs> you can't do wineries on the whole, the whole trip up there or else you'll never get to where you're going. Um, but, but kind of trap travel is a really big thing for us. We're getting ready to go to Egypt and trying to 
um, read up as much as we can about Egypt before we go. So we're, so we're smart about where we are. Um, but it's just the combination of travel and um, movies and, and wine has a lot to, wine has a lot to do with everything that we do. So those are how, okay. how we get, get away from being total book people and book nerds. Yeah. It sounds like, it sounds like y'all, whatever you do, you have fun. Yeah. We try to. Well, can Let's you describe just to sort of, sort of round this out, can you describe one hardship or, or life challenge, you know, that, made you stronger that you rose above um yes uh we have i have, i have dealt with both of my parents and my aunt uh with alzheimer's and um that that has happened over well right before we opened the bookstore it was pretty much coming to an end when i we opened the bookstore so um i couldn't open the bookstore having dealt with all three of them because they were at different levels and in different places. So um, that was totally life-changing for me. And, and actually when that happened, I, 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 in my mind wanted to do something different and little did I know that going to Paris was going to kind of nudge that along, but yeah, well, dealing probably- with parents in the, in the Alzheimer's stages is, uh, it's, it's extremely difficult and totally life-changing. Yeah. And, and so difficult for you. Mm, so difficult for the consumer. Well. Yeah. Yeah. You were, um, you were lucky to have that support in your life and that's, you know, that's a, a terrible thing that catapulted you into something wonderful. Yeah. Um, so what would you like to share with our listeners about your business? Well, we we kind of bill ourselves as a community outlet rather than just a bookstore. Um, most recently, we opened a pride uh, little library in the backyard. We have a courtyard between the the rare books and the, uh, the new and rare books and the and the main store. And we we try to incorporate different members of the community. Um, as, as I said, we had the during Pride Month, we opened up that box and you know installed it and had a little ceremony and a party. That was a great party because it started raining and one of the the nonprofits that were invited to attend brought these rainbow umbrellas. <laughs> so we had this this great event and it started raining and everybody put up a rainbow umbrella and it was <laughs> like the best party ever for us. So. Um, dealing with uh, the library, we're trying to promote the library as much as we can. We just had an event this morning with them. And doing everything we can to make sure that people know we are a safe place. And that, you know, no matter who you love, no matter what color you are, no matter your, your religious inclinations, you are more than welcome to sit and be comfortable and uh, be safe in our store. I think that's, I think that's really important because books are for everyone. Yes. And I mean, I'm sure that you, um, that you have dealt with, you know, with books that are controversial with, um, oh, yeah. with, 
books that are not, you know, not accepted in, in certain communities. And it takes a lot of courage to be in a place where you just, you, you make that available, you make it available to everyone mm-hmm. with, without judgment. And this is an extremely diverse community. I don't know if most people realize that, but when you have an event like that, people come forth and they're, they're, they, they're relieved that they can actually come to an event where they're totally accepted for who they are. And I, I don't know about you, but I don't, I haven't been to a lot of events lately that, that really make me feel like, um, you know, as a, as just a community member that I feel at home. So it's, it's, it's something that I think we all need to address and look at very closely to see how inclusive we're being in terms of what we do. I know we can do a better job at it. We're not perfect in any way, shape or form. We have to deal with some disability issues getting into our building. And I know that certain people at the university have made it aware to us that um, just having a ramp that we put out is not good enough. I know we need to build a ramp and, and that's something we're working on right now. Well, reading expands your mind and it encourages you to make the circle bigger. So congratulations and kudos to you for walking the walk. Um, How can listeners learn more um, or contact, you know, or stop by your, um, your store? Well, we are at 1928 7th Street, which uh, I always tell people it's two blocks south of industry because no one knows what that huge federal building is right next to us. Unless you're 65 years old, then you'll figure out that that's a social security building. <laughs> but we are we are two blocks south of Innisfree, and um, we're in a we have a great parking, no parking issues around us. Online, you can get to us by going to our website ernestandhadleybooks.com, and we have uh, Facebook and we have Instagram. Both of those are Ernest and Hadley Books. Those are the the um, handles. Um, and then you can, well, I guess, just about any time, come in and get on our mailing list. We have a very, um, when we start having events again, which we will come middle of August, then we we try not to bug people too often, maybe once a week, on what events are coming down the pike. And uh, then we have a calendar that's inside the store that shows events that are coming down. And if you have the need to, if you want to have an event at the store, your local author, then please come in and bring the book so we can see the book beforehand. But, you know, the whole, uh, really our whole reason for being here is for local authors. So if you have, if you have written the book, then I want to see it. So it's, that's all there is to it. Just bring your book in. All right. Great. Easty, it was wonderful sitting down with you. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for having me. And I hope we hear from you again. Oh, me too. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Northport. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpnorthport.com. That's gnpnorthport.com. Or call 205-809-4910.